adventurous journey i'd say just like my mountain biking with a lot of ups and downs and a lot of uh, crazy downhill sections and uh, tough climbs but it was all rewarding i definitely enjoyed the process uh, and it gave me a lot of learning more than what i learned at my workplace I also won a bronze in the mass start in the same nationals. So mm. two national medals um, in the event, in the same event, uh, was very, very, very rewarding. Uh, people started to trust uh, me and said, uh, "Let's continue." But that is when slowly I started to think otherwise. Vicky Venki and this is the Working Athlete podcast. Here I talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration, training tips, time management and lifestyle advice. If this is something that interests you, please make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any future episodes. Today's guest is a special one. If there is ever going to be a mountain biking hall of fame for India, Today's guest is sure to figure prominently in that. He is a multiple-time national champion in mountain biking for India, but his journey to the top of the sport is anything but a straight line, and is amazingly inspirational. With his hard work and success, he has inspired many youngsters to take up mountain biking as a sport and look to do well competitively. His name is Kiran Kumar Raju, also known as. KKR for all of us. Welcome to the Working Athlete Podcast, Kiran. It is great to have you on the show. Thank you, Ankita. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on your show. I mean, thanks for that uh, very, very nice introduction. <laughs> Thank you. It makes me feel good, especially during such times. <laughs> This reminds me. Okay, <laughs> things have been good before. Yes, yes, of course. right you you have done so much to you know mountain biking uh, in my opinion in uh, not just in bangalore but overall in india because i think you have given a uh, you know recreational athlete something to uh, aspire to and do well at, uh, at the top level of sport um, and we will get into how your journey has progressed over the years and how uh, all this uh, transpired have you always been active in sports uh, for me i mean i've been active in sports but not organically right because as a childhood i used to play a lot of cricket in streets play badminton and all but everything started this during my engineering days to be very specific and in third year right uh, being a civil student we were part of a survey camp which happens in the fourth semester after fourth semester holidays so where people i mean with the entire batch of civil students go to a survey camp and there usually what used to happen was we used to work throughout the day uh, like early morning and once we come back we used to work on the theory part of the practicals that we did in the morning have lunch then sleep that is what everyone did because uh, we went to uh, kaiwara uh, it's a place i think near uh, olar or something i forgot where it is exactly but it was super hot there 
easily about 33 degrees. We were working outside, uh, out in the field, right? Everyone used to sleep post lunch. They were knackered. Kaivara is a couple uh, of more. You towards Chintamani, yeah. Chintamani after Chintamani, yeah, very close right. to Chintamani, right? Yeah. So yeah, so I was there, uh, super hot sun. We, we stayed there for two weeks. The entire two weeks I didn't sleep post lunch. I used to play something or the other with a couple of more guys while everyone else were like sleeping or resting. So I used to play frisbee, play football, or play cricket with a couple of guys. And they, they used to take turns. One guy used to go back to sleep, the other guy used to come actually play with him. So I had a lot of energy. Looking at it, one of my classmates, who was also the athletics captain, said, Kiran, I see you have a lot of energy in it. Why don't you try endurance sport? See, I'm into, I'm a middle distance runner who do five and 10 kilometer running. So uh, why don't you join me today for the run? I'm like, I went with them. That is the day it started where I started loving the sport or started to do things a little more organically. Till then everything was street play. Belly cricket, football, table tennis, college, everything. I used to just play every sport, badminton. Uh, I was pretty active but nothing in terms of like representing a college or a club. That day it started and I uh, was part of the college team uh, uh, for the cross country, cross country team uh, for VTU championship in my third year of engineering. I finished 44th place. It is 12 and a half kilometer. It's called as cross country race. I finished 44th place. I had one more chance in my final year. So I trained really hard and uh, like, we should do some, it's a team event where uh, the top six runners of all the, of a particular college, all the positions are accumulated, whichever college has the lowest point are declared winners. Right. So I was like, let's train together for one more year. This was in fifth seven. So I am seven seven, which is my final year, right? So I trained hard for the next one and uh, for the next one year, even through the even semester also that is six seven, though we didn't have any competition. I trained really hard. We went for the competition. I finished 11th place. Okay. 44th to 11th. Then I was very happy. Then, because it's a team event. It's a team event. Remember, just not my position points, but everyone else. Six, six so people, I right? third among six people. I was the third yeah. guy to finish. So okay. there were, uh, there's another two, uh, two people who finished ahead of me. One was fourth. Another one, another guy was eighth. I finished 11th. So consecutively, uh, the other three uh, the other three runners finished, and we finished on top. I was over the moon that day. That was my first sports team achievement, right? And personally, also finishing eleventh right. was never a target for me. When I st started training, started running with this the other two guys who finished ahead of me, uh, like initial target was top thirty. Then slowly, as I improved, as I started to do well during the practice, they were like. Kiran, you should target top 20. When the competition almost came, like top 15 should be a good target. Then when I finished 11th, I was like, oh, I, I mean, I was in tears. <laughs> Forget. And the fact that I'll be on the papers telling that we are part of the video champions and stuff like that, I was really in tears because first time in my life I've achieved something that I'm proud of. Post this, I was a mediocre student, okay? I was a second class student but throughout my engineering. Post this fifth semester thing, survey camp, 
I catapulted in my studies too because I was focusing my energy. I was active a little more organically. Right from second class, I came. I, I used to start doing well in studies and ended up in distinctions. Not even first class, like direct job. Yeah, yeah. I mean that gave a lot of confidence to me. Right. I pursued masters just to enjoy two more years of sports life. Wow. Not because. <laughs> And I didn't know I can get a seat in M Tech. Then I went to Manipal. First semester I was class topper. I was like unbelievable things happened, and I could only relate it to sports. Then eventually I was part of hockey team in college, table tennis team, athletics team, and cross country team. Four representations during my engineering days only. In the last three semesters I represented in four different events. So that gave me a lot of high confidence in life more than anything. So I didn't want to leave sports. That is where it all started. Uh, yeah. Then so, eventually work happened. So this, uh, you said the third year of engineering. How old were you? I was twenty. Twenty years. Twenty yeah. twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. So this is relatively late for starting in any sport, yeah. right? And uh, yeah. you started with cross country but ended up uh, doing doing well in other sports like table tennis and uh, stuff hockey so, hockey yeah, yeah. so everything you uh, picked up field, you participated yeah field hockey i was a university captain uh, in my masters i mean i really loved field hockey i mean i think that was after reason that I took up masters i wanted to play more hockey because okay. being a civil engineer i knew Once I start working, it'll be six days work schedule, unlike mm. uh, software software engineers, which is five days. Right. So for me, I wanted to play more hockey, and uh, the respect towards the nas- national game increased a lot. I uh, like it's not an easy sport. You need to run, but you need to run with an equipment, and you need to run not with a straight head. You need to bend down and run, right? Mm. Because mm. you're dribbling the ball. so it's not easy so i mean i fell in love with the entire complexity of the sport and uh, i took up masters so that i can pursue <laughs> pursue sports for another two years where i enjoyed hockey table tennis and running again in my mtech uh, days first day to college straight to the sports complex <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> brilliant uh, brilliant so you joined uh, master you pursued masters to you know continue with sports and you did well yeah. uh, in sports through the masters yeah. so uh, and once the masters is done you got into work working mode right so yeah <laughs> take, take us through what happened there were you able to do anything <laughs> no no <laughs> absolutely nothing a lot of frustration built in in the first two weeks because mm. being a civil engineer uh, working six days or seven days at times especially in the first the few months was really frustrating then i realized uh, the only way to do and more importantly commuting through traffic uh, yeah. because my workplace was good 18 kilometers away on kanakpura road mm. uh, i realized saving a lot of time and energy then i used to commute back uh, commute on my cycle to my college mm. the entire engineering uh, though it was very near by 4 kilometers each way 
Then I like time to get my bike back and start commuting to work, though it's 18 kilometers away. I enjoyed commuting to my workplace. Hmm. I really, really enjoyed. I mean, my Which year was this? Just fell 2011. 2000, yeah, 2011. So end of 2010. Hmm. Uh, October is when I started working. End of okay. 2010. I started cycling 18 kilometers each way. That's 36 kilometers, six days per week. I just commuted and enjoyed my journey to work. That was one thing that kept me motivated to go to work. Oh, I can cycle today. Nice. Yeah. So what, what yeah. bike was this that you were commuting? Uh, uh, Hero Hawk New Age. Nice. See, my, my, first, my, first, uh, <laughs> my first bike as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was not my bike. It was my friend's bike. <laughs> Uh, because my bike Hercules top gear had gone into pieces. I mean, it was done. So uh, I had borrowed my friend's bike. Anyway, I was not using it. it was, who was one of the runners who finished ahead of me? His uh, name is Badri. Badri, you are aware of him. He was a volunteer at TFN. Yes, yes, Badri. Guy. Yeah. Badri, short guy. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it was his bike. He gave me his bike. So I used to use his bike. Then later borrowed Francis' bike. Hmm. Married a MTV bike, I remember. Hmm. <laughs> so it was nice. So you you were using uh, you know this to commute to um, work and uh, you know do do that. But yeah, the first time I saw you was in 2011 um, yeah. on Nandi race day. That uh, that day. I saw, I was uh, there to watch the BBCH uh, uh, Nandi Epic race. Um, that was, I think, in October or November. October, I, I, November. Yeah, yeah, October uh, 2011 or something like that. Yeah, um, correct. So I, I saw this guy, uh, I was just there to, I was not racing or anything around that time. Um, I was riding my bulldog. So I used to, that mm. year, I used to go to watch every BBCH race. Um, okay. So, and I was watch, I was watching, taking pictures uh, and stuff. And uh, before the Nandip uh, riders were uh, able to make it to the top, I went to the top and I was waiting there. Okay. okay. And taking pictures. So I was cheering and everything, and I saw one, uh, you know, first first rider was through, second rider was through, and uh, I think fifth rider was through, and I saw him with sneakers. Um, I don't know, some loose uh, jersey, some sneakers, yeah. and he came and crossed the uh, uh, arch and fell down. What struck me was how loudly he was panting. I thought he was going to die. <laughs> <sighs> and it went on for like five full minutes. That made me realize that how hard he pushed and he was almost yeah. about to pass out and i remember <laughs> that it was you <laughs> that was my first i will never forget that 
first <laughs> look at you and i was like blown away tell me about yeah. how you wow. ended up there in sneakers on nandi race oh 2011 my first year of like cycling racing right uh 2010 uh i always wanted to then when i started commuting to work in month of october november i started realizing i think i should start with something related to cycling because this is only time i have got because uh, anyway i'm commuting to work uh i stumbled upon tour of nilgiris in the newspapers i like uh, let's register for this event and like put in uh, since i have contact details i sh- shared the sent out a mail can i register for this event they said not no registrations are closed uh, no no they said uh, the entry fee is around 12 15000 then i was yeah. like surprised uh, i i just couldn't afford the money at that time and mm-hmm. i said uh, so, uh, sorry i won't be able to afford it and i just left it but i kept following them because i got to know through facebook and all that organized a free ride practice ride to mysore with tfn support group and it was free hmm i got excited oh it's free i don't have to pay i have to just go and come back go to mysore one day come back the other day stay there overnight i registered for that event i went on my hercules top gear the bike was done the which was broken i like i put it together because i didn't have any other bike badri had taken his bike Uh, is hero hawk so i took out this bike i just rode it uh, i think we took about 7 hours to reach uh, uh, sorry 8 hours to reach mysore while returning my bike just gave it i mean it don't i couldn't take it <laughs> take it any, take any more right then i got onto the support vehicle no no actually there was another rider who had also given up his trek bike was there uh trek 3700 which was like the most common and famous bike back in the day he said you can ride if you want if you have the energy for me i didn't ride because i'm done so then i took out the right bike and i think i was trailing by eight or 10 riders i got so excited i started riding so fast i mean i although it was not a race i was in that race mode i started like overtaking everyone one by one one by one Vishnu Rane, I remember the person, was a guy who was way ahead. I was like, oh, I have to meet him. I was like, any volunteer I see or support group, I'm like, how far is Vishnu Rane? It's about two kilometers. I made sure I almost tried to reach it. By the time we reach, uh, what's that? Merida Circle or whatever. What circle is it called? Where Baiki, yeah, Merida uh, Circle. Venki had this. Merida yeah, Circle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we reached that point. we reached that point and i was almost met him then i was surprised how did you reach so fast and stuff like that then from there since i didn't have a bike i went back in the support vehicle where i met rakesh who was the volunteer for tfn who was part of the organizing committee hmm i said i can't i was very disappointed about about tfn he's like why don't you write tfn i was like no i can't afford so volunteer to the event that is when he gave me an idea to volunteer inside hmm. the metro i was like okay eight days you don't have to pay a free food free stay you have to come and volunteer i didn't think twice please register my name i like registered for the event got very very excited next day i went to work applied for leave for eight days in the month of november i guess 
so like happy that it got sanctioned when came to the event that was my first interaction with the cycling community i was only staring at every bike possible no I but a few uh, friends but you uh, this nandi race was in 2011 right yeah this was in 2010 before the no the the yeah. uh, nandi race i am talking about uh, where you finished fifth was it in 2011 yeah, or was it 11 11 before tfn 2010 yeah before oh 10. you are talking about, about 2000, 10 tfn tfn volunteering this in 2010 okay so 10 my first tfn huh. i made a lot of friends i i made a lot of friends including you i took your bike for a spin uh, at uh, where's the beach place no i was not there in 2010 I was there was in 11, 2011. Yeah, 11. Ha. Yeah. So I made a lot of friends, uh, especially this uh, rider by name Vinay Pyaate or Vinay some Vinay something. Hmm. Okay. So I made good friends. Then I realized there are events, which is BBCH registered for the first event. That year, I decided to beg, borrow, steal every possible bike that is needed for every possible. race of dbch mm. like that i started borrowing bike for the entire 2011 i think 10 bikes 10 different races okay so and most borrowed bike is from badri is fezari he didn't ride the bike much but i have ridden it more than him possible i'm sure he will agree to it because i didn't used to collect dust every time he collected dust like badri used to call me and ask Kiran, when are you taking the bike? Because whenever I used to return the bike, it was spanking new. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I used to. I loved cleaning the bikes. I loved keeping it clean and very nice. It felt good for me. So yeah, coming back to Nandi race, it was again Badri's bike. I didn't want to give up on the. I mean, I didn't want to lose the continuity of racing. Right. Irrespective of cat format of racing, I did all the brave possible. right from january to april 200 300 400 600 and uh, one of the days brave ended on saturday evening sunday there was bbcs race i tried to come to that event unfortunately i was late by half an hour so i couldn't make it uh, right so and i had kept two bikes ready borrowed from uh, a bike store pedals and wheels in maleshwaram sachin is a person yeah yeah sachin right right sachin so I've, Done a lot of boring in the entire 2011. Coming to 2011, Nandi race, I had for all the races, I used to call all my best friends from college to cheer me up. And for this particular race, I had three friends cheering me all the way, especially on the hill. They used to say, "Kiran, the rider is 200 meters away. Come on, push, push, push out!" Like somehow, I never knew I would love climbing. I never knew I'll be good in climbing. just the cheering from those good friends of mine kept pushing me harder and harder and harder i think if i'm not wrong i overtook about two two to three riders on the hill itself right i just kept pushing hard and by the time i finished and i was surprised that i finished fifth and i was done i was done on that day and i think after the race result after couple of days it when it sunk to me 
I think I I started enjoying climbs. Every time I see a climb uh, post that event, I should just go faster and faster. And that is when the love for climbs, and that is when I realized for my body type, and just everything synced well. Climbing uh, probably it's good for my kind of body, and uh, yeah, the result everything added up, and I just didn't. fall back from that day yeah. so you you were um, borrowing bikes and riding for the events say for uh, be, uh, all the events uh, so the mtb events and the road events you were borrowing the bikes and riding them uh, say you mentioned breves as well in that you were borrowing yeah. but nothing was happening in between those events right you were not training and i think but commuting you were probably probably commuting to work that was the only training yeah. that was happening only, only it's only format of training right it was a biometric system i used to leave my house at 8:15 9 o'clock 45 minutes 18 kilometers on kanakpura road i used to race my heart out we have to effort full 45 minutes race <laughs> <Nice> effort <laughs> every single morning because it was a time bomb i right. pressed my thumb into the biometric right? right so it was all out every single day there was not a single day that i enjoyed nature yeah. or cycling i was rushing every day yeah nice nice so um the bbch journey i want to uh, stay a bit on that right uh, the bbch you have started doing on borrowed bikes like that uh, and that was like all of 2011 so did something change in 2012 did you get your own bike or uh, was it still uh, borrowed bikes from someone or yeah i It, it was always borrowing bikes from someone. Mm. 2012 uh, beginning week, I just started his new team, Kinkini uh, team, right? I was part of Kinkini team. I was part of their development program, not part mm. of the main team. Right. So he told I'll uh, take you as part of the development program and uh, see how you progress in the sport and how if we see more results, probably you'll be part of the A team. so i was like full excited and stuff uh, though nothing was given to the development riders but yeah. a lot of guidance and mentorship was happening there because yeah. i used to see in close quarters how the entire team was uh, running it was a big mm. motivation to say i want to reach there i need yeah. the access to such facility and stuff right yeah. so 2012 was more of developed uh, under guidance from vivek and his team mm. uh the entire 2012 uh, it was more of uh, borrowing stuff from uh, wakes team uh, wheel sports because they were part of the entire thing and mm. uh, rider cycle foundation deepak used mm. to help me a lot the entire mm. 2011 because i'd volunteered and he blindly trusted me and said uh, the entire 2011 i raced for the team rf rider cycle foundation which organizes mm. tfm right so deepak Vivek and Venki played a big role from Eagle Sports in supporting me with equipment, uh, rental gear, weight in terms of jersey, cycling space, and stuff like that. Beginning of 2013, Vivek said, "Now you'll be part of the main team, 
but you will be under the mtb program hmm. that is when i got my first bike right and the entire 2013 every mtb race i took part i won them all hmm. one after another one after another i was so excited i was so excited but uh, there's a little drama that happened before my first mtb race on my uh, sponsored bike so what was that way calls me the i met with a major major accident in the month of february i broke my jaw i had about eight stitches on my face i mean nothing happened to my hands and i mean my limbs were fine that was the best part i am mean, uh, i still remember telling uh, because vivek had just called me and said can you be part of the mtb program uh, you'll be getting access to cert, uh, certain degree of uh, uh, equipment and accessories and stuff like that you'll you're still not on the road program but we will give you gear to race whenever you can because i'm still working six days per week right i'm not training full time i don't have a coach and all then uh, i met with an accident right in two days first thing that i worry is will vivek continue to support me or is my contract done even before it started then he was like don't worry nothing is going to happen i was on liquid diet for a good three weeks i lost even more weight i i was already lean yeah. and i came to 55 50 54 55 kilos and uh, next four weeks there was bbch mtb race the first mtb race right i uh, first and new bike brand new bike vivek said you're still part of the team don't worry we'll take it one step at a time i was not using cleats still yeah new bike first time on cleats four weeks race day what happened how did you crash where what was the crash so i should play ultimate mm. the entire 2011 and 12 along with my uh, cycling commute to work so i should play ultimate for three days per week tuesday thursday and saturday every morning at baswanguri first so cycle there play ultimate and uh, go back to work and then come back so it was a, it was a duathlon that i used to do every day right cycling then go ultimate go play ultimate run a lot there in the field uh, it's almost like a football game where you are supposed to keep running always hmm. right uh, on that particular day uh, i had uh, introduced a new friend of mine to the sport of ultimate so i was very excited because he he, he had a different uh, sporting background who was also a volunteer at tfm uh, roshan lobo Uh, ah, Roshan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I introduced him to the sport, and I had called him for ultimate frisbee. So I was very excited on that morning to like because I knew it'll be a great add-on uh, to the team, right? Um, I used to play for this team called as Disco Diwani, DOD in short, right? I really enjoyed playing that sport, and I miss the team right now. Uh, so that day I was very excited in the morning. I was cycling super fast to the ground so that I can introduce him to everyone of them. I got carried away. I saw a dog coming. Next thing I remember is on the road. Yeah. <laughs> Big crash. I landed on my face uh, onto the tarmac early morning near Oakleypuram uh, on the streets. Then uh, I'm bleeding all over my face. Uh, I had my braces back then, so I couldn't move my Uh, mouth well. I mean, then came back home. Uh, 
village land conscious fire kind of thing. I didn't know where the bike was and stuff. Came back, uh, went to the hospital, got my sutures done on my face. Then I, when I started eating, my jaw was not meeting. My jaw was not meeting, right? I mm. couldn't grind my teeth. Right. So then I had to go back to my dentist because I had my places. So he looked at it and said, uh, we need to get the x-ray done. He got the x-ray done. He says, uh, Kiran, I think your jaw is broken. Uh, we need to get the MRI done. Uh, so went to the hospital. He saw, he saw like MRI. We, and we have to like, you have to undergo surgery. You have a broken jaw, right broken jaw. Fortunately, uh, it's right there. You can fix it. Uh, you'll be on liquid diet post that. So they wired me up post-operation. I was talking to people. I mean, I couldn't even talk back then initially. I was on liquid diet for three weeks. Uh, it was very, 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 very tough time uh, during that phase, right? Uh, I couldn't eat. I couldn't talk to friends. Uh, people used to come, meet and go. Then uh, post that also, every time there was vibrations, like when I'm traveling, traveling on a bike or a cycle, uh, they hit a bump or something, the shock used to send all the way through my head. And uh, it was not a good feeling. So it was very tough for me, uh, especially that time. So I had to like grind my teeth and write. So hold it together kind of thing. Then again, uh, again, I underwent another second set of operation to remove the wires, to remove the wires from my jaws. Right. Uh, everything happened. Then uh, I started practicing for the race, whatever I could. New bike, first time on cleats, MTV race. I was very excited. Let's do whatever I can. Uh, so I went to Thurali. Fortunately, Thurali and my workplace was one kilometer away. So mm. after work, I went there, practiced the course, which was almost marked kind of thing. So I knew where exactly what, uh, how tough it's going to be because of my uh, because of my jaw and vibrations. I have to be very, very careful. Richard from Hyderabad was there. Craig was there. My first race, there were a lot of roadies. Sridhar Savanur was on his road bike. I mean, was on his was on his MTV bike for that race. Mm. So a lot of big guys were there. I was nervous because my first uh, race on a new bike, sponsored equipment and stuff like that. I was very excited. Then uh, I just rolled, rolled hard the entire race. Guess what? I finished first. I was like, what was the moon? <laughs> right? With, with Richard and, like, yeah, with Richard, McDowell and Craig. It's not an easy Craig. thing. Yeah. Not an easy thing. Uh, yeah. Then every was this a, like a four kilometer loop, um, loop that included yeah, the downhill? Four yeah, four kilometer loop that included the sketchy downhill and the tough climb to the temple. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that is a long climb. That is that is a serious loop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very serious loop. Trust me. Yeah, I was very happy to. I mean, won that race. With that race, uh, another thing happened was Ashish Sood was there from uh, Spa, who gave away free entry to MTV Himalaya uh, the following month in the month of April. Oh, so I yeah. went there to that event. Think it was a free registered event. Mm. I traveled there. I won the race there also after a big of drama again. I had a flat in the first day, then made up all the time in the following stages and won the race to an Italian there. 
So wait a minute, wait a minute. Not not so fast. So the you <laughs> you won the uh, won the MTB race after all the uh, you know crash and staying on liquid diet for three four weeks and training uh, the uh, three four weeks before the race. uh yeah and won the race won a entry to mtb himalaya and then shimla you... mtb shimla the shorter version oh, okay mtb the two day version mtb shimla mtb shimla was two days or three days two days event the uh, weekend uh, event right weekend weekend event in the month of april may oh, okay okay so yeah what happened the first day there so first day so the race format was like this every day you had two stages which was split in uh, for the day okay. you finish one stage and there's a neutral section and you have another stage so first stage day 1 uh 3 km or uh, 2 km before the finish line super fast down i had a rare flat i was not running tubeless yet mm-hmm. because tubeless was still new to me right right i was still getting to know about the sport and what needs to be done so i had a flat i tried to fix the puncture somehow i couldn't so i ran with the bike to the finish line crying again happy or sad just crying <laughs> that's my thing so yeah. everyone came to console me and stuff like that they gave me their uh, uh, fancy tubes uh, puncture resistant tubes and also i flipped the tube and uh, since there's a neutral section i recovered myself and like let's not give up and see how best i can do and see what 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 can be done in the, in the next three days next three stages that is day 2 two, two stages and day 1 the second stage yeah so i did my best i just pushed myself continuously especially day 1 second stage after the flat i was motivated right there was a tough long climb very technical the climb i didn't give up probably every other rider in that climb uh got off the bike i was very motivated and realized this is the section where someone will be suffering this is a mm-hmm. place that i should be making time right this is the thing that ran into my head so i pushed so hard because i remember that hill very well because when i went back to that uh, event in 2014 i got off the bike <laughs> okay so i now i can relate how motivated i was in 2013 there so i went there uh, end of the day when they announced the results i was a good and minute and a half behind the italian rider so day right. two comes first stage i make up all the time full one and a half minute i'm like super motivated i start behind him it's an itt format style right. and i make sure he starts ahead of me i catch up to him and make up all the time possible final stage i put another one minute ahead of him so i make up one and a half minute then put another one minute and i won the event by a minute and a half i was like very very excited got to know more about uh, what stage racing is how to endure how to be calm and patient and pace ourselves out it was very very exciting and uh, yeah i came back again one of mtv event right because every alternate month right. uh, another mtv event another mtv event another richard and creek episode uh i think richard had a flat in that race uh mm. uh he was leading the race entirely and in the last 
and the last two laps i started pushing and even he had to like follow my tail right and that is when he had a flat then i like he didn't have a flat it's because i started pushing he had a flat is what kept me <laughs> kept thinking in my head <laughs> right right it, so it was very very nice i mean um, the entire 2013 i really enjoyed how mountain biking went for me I was very motivated then yeah i went to mtv himalaya that year it was very mm. very tough the long format of it eight days of uh, racing in like super cold temperatures oh long long days imagine 80 kilometers per day racing mm. back to back without rest day for eight days was the toughest i've ever participated because it was raining every single day i hate rain i hate cold i can't withstand cold early if you get to get up early morning and that was the most adventure race i've ever participated mm. right yeah yeah something that i will not forget 2013 yeah right so 2013 basically uh, kind of made a racer out of you as in uh, in uh, people kind of saw you uh, saw your passion the you know the way you were pushing on the bike uh, in the races uh, in throughout 2011 and 2012 on borrowed bikes and uh, yeah. that kind of earned you uh, uh, initially in 2012 i think a development uh, rider uh, think, thing yeah. in uh, skct and then into mtb uh, uh, part of the right. pro mtb program of skct and that kind of yeah. propelled you into the M- mtb area because i think that kind of gave you a chance to discover your technical abilities or develop those technical abilities um, yeah. and uh, i i think what what strikes me is that you have a, a really good vivo to kind of uh, uh, you know efforts that short burst that you can keep going pushing hard and that kind of suits the mtb riding as well right along with the yeah. ability to ride technical sections yeah it's all because of commuting in short time yeah. like you remember it was all, all 45 minutes we had to kind of effort and recover only at traffic junctions and delivering between traffic so that's how i developed probably my mtb skills or started <laughs> enjoying mtb better and i was a notorious motorbiker also like i used to like love zipping in traffic and enjoying okay now i'm like really sober down being more <laughs> responsible but back in the day in college days though i used to borrow bikes from my friends motorbikes no one used to dare to sit behind me and they're like no not me <laughs> so you have uh, bangalore traffic also to thank for your mtb skills there <laughs> 101% <laughs> uh, so, i definitely enjoy and miss riding in bangalore traffic for sure right 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 so staying on the mtb uh, thing right um, or rather bbch thing so you yeah you were riding both Uh, mtb as well as road uh, races we were participating in road races as well right so 2012 yeah. uh, uh, you moved from fifth place to fourth uh, fourth place third place on Nan- third place on nandi hills 
Okay. Yeah, uh, 2013 was third. 2013 was. Oh, sorry. Uh, five, three, four, two is the. <laughs> yeah. Is the chronological order. Correct. 2011 was uh, fifth. Fifth. 2012, you finished fourth. fourth. Again, I borrowed. Third, 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 third. 2012 was third. Okay. So 2013 was second, is it? Fourth. Okay. Five, third, fourth, and fourth, then second. second. Okay. Yeah. So to, by 2014, you you uh, came on second. And when so, was uh, your... 12? Yeah. So 2015... That was 2014. It was 5, 3, 4, then 21. 2014, 21st place. Okay. Yeah. But when did you finally made it uh, make it to the podium uh, as in top step? When did you win the Nandi so, race? 16, 17, 18. 16, 17, 18, you won the race, uh, you know, successively. Consecutively. Consecutively. Yeah. And 2015, yeah. you finished second. Second, yeah. To you not. To you not, okay. Uh, that that trajectory speaks volumes, right? Uh, the the never give up attitude, and the yeah. kind of progression you made over a period of time, right? That that yeah. to me was a great great uh, story. Uh, and coming to this one, right? The uh, what was uh, like 2013 you went and did well with skct uh, support uh, in all the mtb races uh, how did the subsequent events uh, better out in terms of uh, yeah, progression in mtb's uh, mtb events 2014 and 15 onwards so 14 uh, was good in terms of my personal growth in uh, professional career Mm -hmm. um, I got promoted at work. Uh, I was handled, uh, I was handling three different projects. That okay. means commuting to three different locations, three different locations, which also meant I couldn't cycle from one place to another between sites okay. and only go to one place and come back, right? Which meant I couldn't cycle as much as possible in the year 2014, mm -hmm. right? Though I enjoyed uh, personal growth at workplace, biggest thing that I was missing was I couldn't commute to work. That was more frustrating, mm. which resulted in very, uh, not good results in my cycling career. Okay. I, I could, I didn't do well in the races that I participated in. I had a couple of crashes. Then uh, Nandi race obviously ended up in 21st place. I almost struggled to finish the race, uh, mm. which was compared to where I was always finishing top five before that. So it was very, very heartbreaking and frustrating for me. And that is where I realized, I think I enjoy more happiness doing well in cycling than enjoying success at workplace. Okay. And that is where I started to think, I think I should start following cycling a little more seriously hmm. than work. Okay. A thought came to my head, hmm. right? Then uh, uh, I met Mega, was my wife, uh, who had quit her job and trying to follow her passion of traveling. She had her uh, own 
setup of new workplace in Mysore, uh, where she was following her passion. And she was like indirectly motivating me to follow your passion than doing something that you don't love. And she was like a biggest factor and uh, motivator to, for me to say, just quit your job and pursue cycling and see how or best you can do. Mm. Uh, when I went to Vivek and Naveen John, who were part of the core team in 20, end of 2014, or maybe, uh, yeah, end of 2014, that I want to pursue cycling full time and uh, progress in the sport of mountain biking, they were shocked because we don't have as many mountain biking racing events right. back then. There's only two national events, one MTV Kerala, second MTV Nationals. That's about it. Yeah. For you to sacrifice your entire uh, uh, professional life will be a biggest, will be very, very big sacrifice. And uh, also being an eldest son, the responsibility at house adds up to it, right? But somehow uh, I didn't listen to them. They told me not to quit the work. Mm. I didn't bother. I went ahead, put my papers in the month of December so that I could also participate in TFN in the year 2014. Hmm. Uh, so I went and went ahead, put my, put down my papers, participated in TFN, then started training. After that, Naveen John, who had a lot of experience in the sport and realized this guy is super hungry to do something. It's good for me to like support and guide him through. He took me onto his mentorship program and started coaching me professionally. It started in the month of March uh, 5th or March 4th. I clearly remember the first day of training with him. That is when it all started off cycling, coaching, coaching organically. Till then it was just come here to uh, ride on the weekends to Nandi or something like that. Nothing organically, right? Hmm. Nothing without knowledge. Um, hmm. So Naveen John took, took me on to his training program. I was probably the first student, I don't know. Uh, I started just following him blindly. April 1st, April 2nd week, there was Vodafone Marathon. Mm. Vodafone Cycling Marathon in Bangalore. Right. Uh, at Koramangla. Uh, it was 40 days into my training. I took part in the event. I was super excited. I did really, I mean, I didn't finish top 10 or something. It was a great race, point format race. Right. But I was always in the front riding and enjoying. I was surprised to see that I could now compete with the roadies with just 45 days of legit training. Mm. That got me really excited and to believe in the support and mm. the training methods. I just blindly from that day onwards following, started following the training regimen. Went to MTV Kerala, which will give an outside. NJ said, just stick to the training program. We have three more months to go to nationals. You should be doing good. Mm. Nationals came. Uh, NJ sat out of his road nationals during that year because he was injured during that year and he decided to support me completely 2015. He was there. Uh, beginning of 2014, uh, beginning of 2015, there was also another nationals, 2014 nationals happening in the month of February. Mm -hmm. I'd taken part in the event. I'd finished seventh place in both time trial and uh, uh, mass start. Hmm. I'd got to know roughly how the event is organized, what, how the competitions are. That is when I interacted with the army riders also, who are the main driving force back then for mountain hmm. biking, right? Hmm. We used to sweep away the podium. Uh, 
went to nationals uh, time trial nj puts out the plan i first time realized that's how you need to prepare for a national event because previous year i went and stayed with the state team at the organizers of accommodation ate the food that they gave trust me i mean it was not how it is how it was supposed to be mm-hmm. right uh, not getting into details but yeah but later when nj came on board things completely changed i mean he just put out an example or a carbon copy how it needs to be done for national law lead up to the nationals so he was there at the event uh, he was there at the event he stayed with me for the last uh, four five days three days before the event i was there a lot before the event i i went and stayed there and he joined me in between mm. he joined he came there he cooked food for the next three four days and took care of me mm. all i did was to rest recover take care of my bike mm. we just made sure everything else is sorted we never had uh, we went and shopped vegetables came cooked our own food ate the food uh, went to the event a plan was planned out and they had put out everything the entire map of the route wind directions efforts zones the sections where the attack needs to be done where you need to ease out everything was planned i stuck to the plan the event was done i was like so happy to only to realize i won my first gold in the time trial championship wow oh, man the it's a the moment and the time was like surreal for me to win my first national championship uh, i mean no it was all worth all the sacrifices the load that i put on my parents uh, for uh, like trusting in me and the team it was an amazing uh, time which i'll never forget in that right so to 2000 end of 2014 you quit the job uh yeah. despite the uh, <laughs> you know the uh, your support system saying uh, like you know vivek and nj saying that's a stupid idea <laughs> you went ahead yeah. and did it anyway you uh, yeah. took part in uh, uh, tfn 2014 and then started uh, focusing on the mtb events and eventually yeah. uh, under the guidance of uh, coaching of nj you um, who saw your uh, uh, you know your uh, passion for the sport to give up the uh, job you you went and won your first gold in yeah. at nationals when was this 2015 october, october. september october. september 18th yeah september uh, 2015 that is that yeah. is quite uh, quite a thing right yeah dreaming and achieving uh, that from yeah. uh, you know having a very circuitous route into a late entry into the sport very circuitous uh, uh, you know uh path to sport borrowing bikes and then eventually getting into a team that uh, had uh, gave you a support then falling off in 2014 with the growth in uh, uh, professional uh, uh, career but then coming back and taking that step to 
trust your uh, instinct as to you know giving your best to be able to give your best at sport you have to see you know take a break from work and see how far i can take it yeah. and coming out did you feel vindicated by that and what, what was the reaction for you and the, your support system around after we were fifteen nationals uh, oh it was uh, i mean it was definitely amazing i mean felt really good it took some time to sunk in i mean i also won a bronze in the mass start in the same nationals so mm. two national medals um in the event in the same event uh, was very 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 rewarding uh people started to trust uh, me and said uh, let's continue but that is when slowly i started to think otherwise after a few months because uh it um, i was um, 28 year 28 year old mm. 2015 yeah, 2015 is 28 yeah. years 28 mm. years uh i couldn't survive the sport in spite of all the support system mm. um i had to take care of unlike road uh, nationals where when people win medals at road nationals they are selected to various uh, sports quota programs like services or the railways mm. there's no rewarding there was no reward system for mtb and okay. it still doesn't exist even now even now mm. right mm. so which i was thinking otherwise before that mm. right because that was for me a selling point to my parents telling mm. that probably tomorrow i might get a job from this or mm. so i mean something to keep going right something to look forward to but uh, it was very tough and it was not like we had many mtb events where mm. cash prizes were at stake where i could go and win and Oh, continue the sport, right. and also the fact that the Kinkini team was about to to get dissolved in the year mm. 2015 uh, right. was was a major was a major uh, step down for me, mm. right? Because they were the major chunk of support system for me that I had. Right. Uh, so that things like this started adding up, and I was started to think otherwise, probably to start uh, looking at sport. Uh, into a different angle and get back to my civil engineering so that I can survive and take care of the family right. uh, but uh, spoke with couple of friends one friend uh, that day just moved me a lot said kiran you achieved so much i mean you've become now almost number one mountain biker in in the country hmm don't give up we will do something for the support system that you need uh don't give up right now just continue to who was this follow this is pile kini wow ron kini's sister yeah uh. i mean i just met her just happened to meet her she started to ask questions uh, and i was like just uh, i don't know for some reason started talking a lot and uh, she wanted to get to know more details because she was part of the cycling industry so back then she was part of the pods program right uh, mm. so she wanted to know more and she said kiran she cheered me up she said uh, don't give up sport right 
let's see what can be done we will try to connect people we are in the industry we will start approaching the people because till then i never knew how to do things right and i sat down and i was like okay approaching people okay i've never done this before right let's start doing it hmm. so right slowly she started getting her contacts i started pulling out my contacts from obviously the entire bbch community uh, tfn uh, tfn biodata yeah. Yeah. Uh, or the friends that we know of brands that i know of, started approaching the people and seek for support if something can be done without any agenda or goal i just need some support so that i can continue the support hmm. i approach every possible brand i need equipment um, i mean cycling everyone knows is an expensive sport not easy to survive without that minimum support system right right then um, i met balu uh, right balu runs bmbt and good friend of sunil then balu said i'll try to do little bit of crowdfunding for you hmm. so that you need some money that you can travel to balu to call the initiative he did all the crowdfunding through his contacts involuntarily trying to help me uh, said uh, so i'll try to do something see if it will be of any help then i started approaching every other brands then a uh, couple of brands replied back but one particular brand trek right gave me an amazing reply and viju uh, oh my new before yeah. through viju gets through bangalore by uh, bbch days uh, that he was working there gave me a lot of positive feedback and said we'll try to do something through trek firefox back then mm. Yeah. right uh, and it was very motivating and i was like looking forward to it it took a lot of time uh, to be frank i mean uh, we started the process in the month of february 2016 by the time i had the bike in my hand it was august of 2016 okay yeah so i really had to was i mean uh, hold on to myself have a lot of patience keep training till then with whatever equipment i have and keep racing right then trick came on board it gave me a push mm. right uh, meanwhile mega was trying to support me whatever she could mentally so that i could keep my focus on right and i was trying to fight the game of uh getting mega home also mm. right right <laughs> a lot of things so uh, then well, one thing that i realized during this phase was winning national championship was easy than convincing my father to get me to get mega married to me <laughs> okay <laughs> so yeah so i had to keep things i had to keep everything at bay and balance out everything because mm-hmm. i wanted everything in terms of cycling i can't just be focused on road cycling because mm-hmm. i was 29 30 by then Yeah. I wanted someone to take care of me. Someone who was dear to me and supported me, and so I had to like do stuff at house. But talk about uh, it was not an easy journey. Hmm. Uh, end of 2016 and 17. Then yeah, so trick came on board. Something that said, "Kiran, continue the sport." Balu kind of helped me with kind, some kind of finances. so that i could survive and take 
I mean, um, take care of myself because your overheads for cycling was pretty high in terms of nutrition, coaching fees, uh, traveling to races. Because not every race cycle cycling race uh, will have big amounts of cash prize, right? So somehow I did through 2017 came. Uh, my father agreed to Mega. Hmm. That was like winning a world championship too, right? <laughs> trust me. When I say that, trust me. Because the entire community or my entire family members were shocked that my father was convinced of for me, right? Because he was the one who actually used to be against for other cousins of mine <laughs> when they went ahead and got their marriages done, right. right? So yeah, that took a lot of perseverance from my side, a lot of energy, more than cycling. Uh, but somehow I had to balance it both and I knew that there's more to life than just cycling. Yeah. So I had to balance that plate really, mm. really well. Mm. 2017, we got married in the month of March mm. 24th. And then I didn't look back. I had Mega on my side. I had Trek on my other side. Mm. I just made sure I put the most of my energy and perseverance, I mean, my focus towards cycling and get my best, right? Uh, 2017, uh, yeah, 2017, 2018, flew, or 20, 2017, 18, and 19, flew. Yeah. 2018, we had a baby, oh, right on our anniversary, <laughs> right? Uh, <Yeah. laughs> right, uh, which was not planned and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it was very nice. It was, it was very rewarding for me that I could balance my family, personal growth. Because for me now, personal growth is not professional career. I have a switch from work to cycling. Right. So now professional, when something like personal growth was like in terms of family. Right. I got married. Having a child uh, just gave me more confidence to do things in life. Uh, right. And I started like, yeah, started uh, to enjoy the sport, uh, enjoy the sport, enjoy the support system. I in spite of support from Trek, because back then Trek uh, in the year 2016, 2017, 2018, it was only equipment support. Mm. I still needed some funds to take care of needs. And I started doing crowdfunding also, mm. because I realized that I got selected for the national team, which needs to go to China for the Asian championship. So a lot of training for it was needed. So I raised funds. Uh, you yourself, I'm sure. Uh, I remember everyone who uh, what uh, contributed towards that fund. Uh, it was close to two lakhs, two two and a half lakhs, right? So, well, yeah, raising funds, crowd personal crowdfunding when Balu did it, then public crowdfunding, then Trek, Trek being on board. Uh, it was a Adventurous journey, I'd say, just like my mountain biking with a lot of ups and downs and a lot yeah. of uh, crazy downhill sections and uh, tough climbs, but it was all rewarding. I definitely enjoyed the process uh, and it gave me a lot of learning more than what I learned at my workplace. Hmm. You know, 
I never, I could never talk to people before. I never had the confidence to talk like this before. Right. Trust me, it's all because of the sport and the achievements in the sport that has given me confidence to talk and uh, or something that I can look forward to and feel good in life. So that's what sport has given me. And like, I'm very, very happy. This is this is amazing, amazing journey, man. The more mostly it is, it shows the you know it is very inspirational in the sense that uh, it is not just as I said at the start, it is not a straight line, right? Some people start yeah. at sport very early as kids and then gradually, yeah. uh, you know, with parent support, or, uh, they grow and grow in uh, grow in sport as they grow on and do well at nets yeah. and do stuff like that. But you started very late. You had to struggle for the resources. You had to borrow stuff. You have to, you know, through your sheer determination and passion, you made things happen. And until you actually achieved your dream of being a national champion at uh, the sport, right? So from yeah. 2015, how many uh, national uh, championships did you win? And uh, what years were these? So 2015, I won gold in time trial. 20, mm. uh, 2016, I won. I defended my gold in time trial again. So mm. that's two gold. But in the uh, master, I graduated from bronze medal to silver medal. Uh, 2017, 2017 uh, was a tough year in terms of the course because it rained. The mm. entire course was slush and. Uh, I was not a natural lover of wet condition and cold condition. So mm-hmm. that kind of uh, what put my plan into like a different situation, which I was not prepared for. But still, I mean, I did fairly well. I did once two silvers in both the events. Okay. Uh, I didn't win one gold, both mm-hmm. silvers. Mm-hmm. 2018, uh, I won gold in the master for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Silver in the time trial. Okay. So that was my first national championship in the master event. Master. Hmm. In, the, in the cross country Olympic. Right. 2019, I ended up uh, in the bronze medal for the Olympic, uh, for the master event and fourth place for the time trial. Okay. So that's like nine medals in, hmm. in the recent nationals and the 2020 nationals, which happened in February. I didn't, for the first time, didn't win any medal in my individual events, finished fourth and sixth in time trial and master event, respectively. Mm. They introduced team team uh, relay format for the first time, which happens only in the world championships, uh, okay. where two boys and two girls, two men and women participate. Yeah. Mm. Won a silver medal there. So that's the silver lining from 2020 nationals for me. Uh, yeah, but no individual medals this year. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's been my national performance till date. Seven nationals, about nine medals. So now you are what, 32? Five. 35, right? So almost the uh, master's category uh, in uh, most, <laughs> <laughs> most areas. So what, yeah. what now in terms of uh, sport and you know, future in sport? Uh, yeah, right now, 
I am considering. Uh, I've never told anywhere, but I'm just considering this nationals to be my last nationals and working towards it accordingly. Uh, I just want to give it all and do my best for one last time at the nationals for both uh, road and MTV. I want to do the road also because I missed last year. Though I've done only two road nationals till date. Uh, saying that, I don't know if I will still continue to. Participate in national sports. That it all depends on how that national goes for me, right? The feeling that I have from that nationals. Uh, for me, I decide based on how rewarding the journey was, how how the event went for me. Was it good enough? Did I give my best, uh, in, uh, irrespective of the result, uh, right? So right now, as of now, my goal is to think that this will be your last nationals. And participate as if you don't have one more to go. Post that, as of now, I want to stay in the sport. Obviously, not don't go back to my civil engineering days. Stay in the sport. Uh, stay in the sport. Contribute to the sport in different ways in terms of mentoring and supporting young kids, which I'm trying to overlap right now slowly uh, with whatever resources I have. For example, this year, uh, because Trek had been such a great uh, supporter for me. I had, an, I had access to three different mountain bikes when nationals happened, uh, just before nationals happened, like six months before. I, I was feeling guilty that uh, people are struggling to have bikes and I have three different bikes, I mean two bikes with a new bike on its way. I was feeling guilty that uh, I should do something with it, right? Mm. Then I decided, uh, Anyway, I started mentoring four, five youngsters uh, mm. from the uh, mountain biking community in Bangalore. I had told them in the beginning when I started to work with them that any rider, if I see when the time is right, and if I see a rider is doing really well and is feeling he or she is uh, not able to progress just because of lack of equipment, I will fill in that spot. Mm. It's in spite of whatever uh, contractual conditions I'm part of. Brilliant. So, which means I was ready to let go of my personal equipment, which was given to me by Trek, to the rider. Oh, hopefully that he or she yeah. will fit into it. So, yeah. I saw this rider, Harshit, was doing amazingly well in terms of his training and his progress. So, he was part of the under-18 category. So, I decided one month before, uh, because mountain biking, you need to get used to the bike. Uh, not just riding a bike on the event day is not enough, right? So I gave him my bike and said, start using them. Mm. Start getting used to the bike, how it handles and stuff. Because he was riding a Firefox bike, but putting out a lot of power. Mm. And we had always had the bike in parts always because the bike couldn't take the yeah. beating for the impact of mountain biking, right? Mm. So I just gave him the bike. Uh, he started training with it. But leading, lead up to the nationals, he went to the nationals. He did really well. I was so happy that I did the right decision. He won two silver medals in both the time trial and the master. And yes. gold in the team relay event. I was feeling so satisfied. I mean, I was very happy that, uh, I mean, the guilt of having a lot of equipment yeah. at disposal went away, like within no time. Even though, like I was, uh, feeling though I didn't win any medal for myself at the nationals, just those medals from him 
made me feel good about that event. Otherwise, I would have felt even more bad. Yeah. Probably I would have quit the sport by. But yeah. I don't know. Right? No, but uh, so, you you know the value of uh, the support, right? The value of support for an yeah. athlete who is hungry and yeah. you know passionate, and you yeah. uh, you have seen that how how important that support is uh, for someone like yeah. you, and you reciprocated, and you are passing on that. That is great to see, right? So, what is his name yeah. again? Harshit. Harshit. Nice. Yeah. Nice. so it was nice i mean uh, yeah that is what i want to go, go do going forward uh, yeah. with whatever support system con- uh, connects that i've made in community mm-hmm. like for example I've, i'm sure i've approached you a couple of times with respect to young riders what needs to be done or yeah. pass on passing on a rider's information from one person to another where someone can put them to use right put the yeah. resources to use so i want to use the knowledge the experience and mentor young riders who are taking up the sport seriously hmm. make sure the sport develops and yeah one day hopefully reach its international stage at the world level hopefully yeah great 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 so now i want to t- you know any discussion uh, you know with you without uh, you know talking about tfn is uh, going to be a crime right because you were, <laughs> you were yeah. you were entry into sport almost uh, uh, you know had a uh, had tfn had a big impact on your uh, progression yeah. and you know for your support and stuff like that so yeah you um, we talked about it at the start of the podcast about how you actually ended up uh you know you trying to register but couldn't afford but you ended up uh, as a volunteer there mm-hmm. and that's kind yeah. of opened up the uh you know cycling as a sport for you uh, opened your eyes mm-hmm. and you know ways to train and stuff like that now um you came back you obviously you uh, volunteered there in 2011 stuff but you came back as a rider when was the uh, uh, when was it you coming back as a rider 2014 so i volunteered in the year 2010 11 mm. and 12 mm. i volunteered for three straight years mm. 2013 i couldn't volunteer uh, uh, nor participate in the event because i decided back then because that is when my cycling career had started mm. either i am participating in the event or i am not wasting my time eight days volunteering the event because i was part of the kinkini mtb program hmm. i all my leaves were done with support, with respect to traveling to all the races throughout the country hmm. so i couldn't uh, register, register as a volunteer nor as a participant at tfn for 2013 hmm. 2014 2013 hmm. 2014 i quit my job Right. First thing that I I had on my list was to participate at at TFN. Deepak was uh, Deepak was kind enough to give me a free spot, uh, give me an entry into the event, and I was very very excited. Though I didn't train for the event in the year 2014 because that is when I started to I used TFN as my training ground to start my cycling career. Right. Uh, in the year 2014, in the year mm-hmm. 2014. Yeah. so i took part in the year 2014 2015 unfortunately i had a tailbone issue 
I right. was supposed to participate. Hmm. Uh, I hit my tailbone in the year, in the month of November or October. Uh, which the doctor suggested just bed rest and I couldn't cycle and used to hurt a lot. Mm. Uh, and there was no other remedy apart from rest. Resting. So 2015, yeah, resting. 2015, I didn't, uh, I, I came there because I couldn't miss, anyway, I didn't have a job. So I came there as a volunteer in the year 2015. Mm. 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, I was there at TFN. Right, Participating, riding. Every Participating. day, riding. Yeah. And uh, you, um, you hold the king of Kalhati, KOM on Strava as well as, you know, uh, the KOK, King of Kalati uh, prize they have uh, in TFL. Yeah. So how many yeah. years was it all through? Uh, no, not in 2018, mm-hmm. because that is when Niels came back and took it from me by 30 seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, so 2017, I won, but 20, uh, 2018, Niels came Sorry, 2017, Niels took it, hmm. or 2018. The following year, I decided, I asked Francis, or rather you, I just wanted to know what's the fastest time for the entire segment. Yeah. And it was one hour, seven and a half minutes, one hour, eight and a half minutes by an expat. I don't remember hmm. the name. Yeah. Then I started targeting the entire segment. I wanted to not just set the segment, not just the class segment, but the entire segment. And I was so happy that I could do it in the year 2018, 2018, was it 2018? Yeah, 2018, 2018, 2018 when NJ was there, and I had no choice but to push NJ was there, extra motivation. So I just gave it all. Probably, yeah, the artist I've gone on currently that day. Yeah. Right. And you still have that uh, uh, KO, um, Strava KOM, right? For the climb? I think so. I think so, yeah. It is just uh, under an hour, right? 50, 50, 50 58.34. 58.34. Amazing, man. Amazing. That is, that is something that... Um, I'm, I mean, records are meant to be broken, but uh, Bro, I'm sure, yeah, it, it yeah, I, I am sure uh, it will take a hell lot of an effort to break that one though. It is, it is <laughs> going sub hour on that uh, beast of a climb is something, something else. Yeah. 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 So great. You know, this is, this is pretty inspiring. Your journey uh, as I said multiple times, is like like an MTB course, right? Uh, completely yeah. circuitous, right? never straight, yeah. up and down, yeah. up and down. And yeah. you, I think you navigated uh, as well as anyone can. Uh, and yeah. you, uh, with the all the constraints that you have had, you left your job, you managed the, with the resources you had, and uh, of course, with the support of likes of Mega, your uh, uh, then girlfriend and wife now. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think uh, you, you know, I'm very happy that you found her. Uh, and yeah. uh, and, and so, so, you know, that is a support that, like 
no one else can offer right uh, 100% 100% it's amazing that uh, you know both of you um, i have progressed uh, together uh, over the years uh, now uh, with uh, the kid uh, yeah, yeah. picture Uh, <laughs> yes. you're becoming more responsible uh, both in personal life and uh, professional life mentoring others yeah, very... mentoring the kid at home uh, yeah this, this is great to see man uh, thank you for taking the time and uh, you know sharing your journey with us to end the session what are some of the tips you would give to working athletes to do well in sport while doing well at work and family lives yeah for me i think uh, most important thing is cycling is not the only thing it's very important to balance uh, personal life growth for me personal life and uh, professional career was uh, professional career for me was cycling uh, unlike others not everyone yeah uh, will be doing the same for someone else professional career will be at their workplace personal life uh, will be family and cycling will be passion it's very important to balance everything uh, in order to take the one in order to uh, deviate into one step a little more forward you have to make sure that make sure i can do uh, i could do rather right it was very important of me not to just think about cycling throughout and also think about my personal life in terms of my relationship or family as i grow because right. tomorrow i might meet with an accident and break my leg or two what right. next yeah. i need someone to be there with someone to take care of me right yeah right so um, that is something that i always well and tell people about the mm. cycling is good but apart from that make sure you pull along all the others also so that right. you have a fruitful long life ahead yeah. when falls you have others the others to look look towards uh, and look forward right right yeah great great thanks kiran thanks again uh, for your time and uh, sharing your journey with the working athlete podcast i am going looking forward to getting you back on the podcast uh, talking about uh, more in detail about the mtb uh, scene here how it can progress and stuff like that but for now thanks yeah, again thank yeah thank you so much venki thanks a lot for having me on your show always looking forward to all your podcast thank you so much yeah can't wait to be on your podcast again talking more about it. Thank you.